0: you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then women's pelvis wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Women's Pelvis Wellness. So today, um, I'm going to be sharing some more details. with with very, from the very personal story um, of my own attempted assault. So I'm going to be, you know, trigger warning right off the bat, letting everybody know. Um, and I actually recorded this podcast a few days ago. And I listened to it and I didn't really like it. And um, I am re- Recording one. This is actually Monday morning. It's 5 a.m. right now where I'm at, and um, I kind of just woke up and said, "Well, you're going to record it. You're going to do it right now." So, um, thankfully, this is only audio. If I want it to be, I you know I haven't done my hair. There's no makeup. I wanted to be completely me and completely raw and unapologetic and share with you um, my story. And I have mentioned it before on here. The reason why I'm talking about it again uh, is actually tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of it actually happening, June 28th. And this podcast is going to be aired on the 29th, so on Wednesday. Um, so yes, um, I'm just going to share kind of how it went down and the results and what I learned through the process. Um, So my friend, Arthur Haynes, who I'd known at that point for about six years, came over. Um, We had not talked for a really long time just because of COVID and, you know, death in the family, deaths in the families and, you know, him getting sick. And we just hadn't seen each other. So we were texting earlier um, that afternoon and he asked if he could come hang out. Um, And I said, sure. And I had actually um, been expecting a phone call to go to another event and do chair massage at an event. So I worked all day, came home, showered quick, threw on a very basic black cotton summer dress um, because I was expecting to do some, you know, to go and to another professional event. and. you know, I didn't want to have to get too dressed up, but I also didn't want to look <laughs> like a total, you know, uh, crap show or something. So anyway, um, and obviously it doesn't matter what we're wearing. Right. But I did have on a dress which made things a little bit more um interesting or inconvenient or easier for him. I don't know. But we had been it had been raining. So we were. I was sitting in my garage in a lawn chair, just listening to the rain because it had been a long day and I was just de-stressing. He came over, we chit-chatted for a while and the mosquitoes started to come out and I was getting bit up. So I said, I'm gonna go inside. And I half expected him to leave because he'd already been there for a while, Um, but he didn't. He came inside like he's done dozens of times because we've known each other for years and um i remember him saying that dress sure looks nice on you or you sure look good in that dress something along that effect and i had like a fraction of a second where i just paused at that comment but then i just kept walking to go into my living room because i had made it abundantly clear to this man that a sexual relationship with him is something that I was no longer interested in. Okay, abundantly clear, many times, um, four years. So that was off the table, that was out of the question. And he would always be flirty or maybe say something. And I think he was literally just testing the boundaries to see how serious I was. But again, you know, I I just paused at that comment, kept on walking, sat down in my recliner, my rocker recliner, because, you know, I have an internal old grandma who really likes rocking. (laughs) And he sat down on the couch adjacent to me and we were just talking. And I remember we were talking about work boots. And then all of a sudden he was just on me. He was just, he was on his knees in front of me. He was trying to get his hands up my dress. He was trying to get his head under my dress. He kept saying, just let me taste it. Just let me taste it. And I was, it was just so wild. So I was trying to push him off while trying to hold my dress down, while trying to like somehow shimmy backwards or over the side of the recliner because I was just trying to like get away. And defend myself at the same time. And I kind of just like went into this. I didn't, I don't really, I don't remember making choices. Like I just started flailing and I remember saying his name several times. I remember saying stop. I remember like, I think I said other words that I don't, I don't remember everything that I did say, Um, And then finally, I said, Art, are you seriously going to force me right now? And it was like a switch was flipped and he stopped immediately. And I really don't remember much after that. I know he left. Obviously, I closed my garage door and locked my doors. Um, At some point during the night, I had sent him a text that said, you don't have the right to make me feel that uncomfortable in my own home. I never flirted with you. I never led you on in any way to make you think that I wanted that kind of you know, attention or behavior from you. Um, and he said, I should have never disrespected you like that. I apologize for making you feel uncomfortable. Something along those lines. And then I went to bed that happened June 28th of 2021. I did not report art until September. The reason why I reported art is because my daughter went to school on a Monday, started being sexually harassed by a new, from a new boy. Um, she talked to some of her friends Tuesday, they, it the same thing happened again and it happened to the girls Wednesday. They reported it to me and one of the other moms. Obviously, we jumped on it. And by Thursday, you know, they had the boy, they took care of it to mostly satisfaction. And the biggest point was that the girls felt safe. The girls felt like it was an adequate punishment. So I was okay with it. And in that moment, all day Thursday, I was just thinking to myself, She did that because that's what I taught her to do. At the very least, if I'm going to be a mama bear for my kids, I have to be a mama bear for myself. I will attack anything head on to save my kids. Why would I not do the same thing for me? So that Friday of that week, I went down and I reported him. I told the officer everything that happened. And as I was driving to... The I mean, I was nervous. I was anxious. I was, you know, the heart was racing. And all I could think of was they're gonna ask me if I've had sex with him before. They're gonna ask me if I've had sex with him before. I just know it. And the cop did. He said, Have you know, have you had a sexual relationship in the past? And I said, I knew you were gonna ask me that. And I can tell you there's it has absolutely no relevance. It doesn't matter. I could have made a porn with him the night before. It doesn't matter. I said, no, I pushed him off many, 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 many times before he actually left. And he said, I just want to know where his brain was. I want to know where he was coming from. I said, I think we both know where he was coming from and what his intention was. But yes, I obviously eventually told the officer, we had a sexual relationship in the past. Um, was not working for me and I made it clear and I was not interested. Um, And that was that. And he's like, okay, um, this is the thing. So it doesn't matter what his intention was. I fought him so hard that he was not able to actually touch any of my sexual parts. At least I don't remember him touching any of my sexual parts, meaning not my breasts and nothing covered by underwear, according to, Wisconsin law. And I don't, I don't know if that's national. I just can tell you what was told to me. So he was charged with disorderly conduct, um, which is still a permanent, you know, charge on his criminal record. So learning a lot through the process was interesting. Um, You know, I think after the second or third hearing, the lawyer came to me and he said, look, he's got all of these character witness statements he's such a great guy he would never do this to a woman all of these things and i said how many of those character witness statements are from men because art's not gay and he's not trying to fuck dudes so those can be tossed doesn't matter um he's such a great dad he's such a hard worker yeah he is a present father which was actually one of the reasons why I didn't report him because I knew that he was the custodial parent for three kids. And I worried what would happen to them if he got sent away. Well, this is the thing. Me reporting him and his conviction, he was found guilty by a plea of no contest. Those are consequences of his actions. They are not consequences of my reporting him. They are consequences of his actions. So you should never feel bad. It doesn't matter what's going on in their life. I'm sorry, but his kids are not my responsibility. They're his, you know? And if he's upset that that changed anything with his relationship with any of his children, well, that's on him. So I digress. Anyways, um... I said, you know, I could say, I knew that Art was a hard worker. He was always trying to do better at work. He got a promotion. I mean, he was a hard worker. Being there for his children was important to him because his father was never there for him. It was very important for him to be there. That doesn't mean that he's not a piece of shit when it comes to women. That's what people need to understand. We can be multiple things. We are multiple things. We have light in us and we have dark in us, okay? That's just the reality of it. And it comes out in different parts of our life, you know? Not everybody loves me. I'm not amazing in all parts of my life. I've done some shitty things to some people before, you know? And I do my best to be better every single day and to not do those things again. So just because you're an awesome present father... And just because you're a hard worker also does not mean that you are a rapist. Doesn't mean that you are an assault person, whatever. Um, I Art did not rape me, he couldn't, I fought him too hard. I don't know, this is the thing. There is something called rape by coercion. When somebody keeps pressing, keeps pressing, keeps pressing and you just quote unquote give in that's rape by coercion. That's not an unfortunate sexual experience. That's not just an uncomfortable time. That's rape by coercion. And people, women don't even understand that they've been raped after these things happen. you know? Had Art accomplished his goal that night, I would have been raped. And that's just the truth of it. And you can go home and you can love on your children and make them feel super special and pay all your bills. And you can go to work and you can be the shining star and you can climb the ladder and you can still have a dark side. So those character witness statements didn't mean anything to me. And I told, them, I told the guy that. And after I explained to him my position, he was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Um, during the sentencing hearing, when I was able to speak, I actually gave two statements, um, one I had written earlier and one I had literally written the day, that day. My voice shook, it sh- my whole body was shaking. I didn't realize the trauma that was leaving, I didn't realize the trauma that was trapped in my body. And when, it, when I spoke, my voice shook, but it was heard. The judge didn't buy into any of the bullshit. His lawyer, his public defender, actually used air quotes when he referred to me as the victim, which isn't a very fun word to be labeled anyways. But to use air quotes? Excuse me, bitch. Oh my gosh. Like, and of course it was an old white dude. I just... I was sickened through the whole process about many things, just, just so disappointed. Um, but my main goal was that I wanted him to have it on his permanent record and it is. Um, and you know, I mean, he's moved on and I moved on and he's going to deal with the consequences for whatever, for And I'm going to learn and I'm going to empower people to continue, you know, being a voice and, you know, I really, I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to report your incidences. You know, re- report them, even if you think it's something small. This was my thing. Growing up and, you know, becoming a young woman and going to college and things like that. I guess learning from TV, from media in general, rape was always something that felt Like it was, it was violent. There was violence. There were weapons. There was choking. There was holding down. There was hitting, you know, I've had so many instances in my life where it didn't happen that way. It didn't happen that way. You know, Um, you just kind of feel like you can't say no, or you say no and it's not listened to, or, you know, there's, um, you're dating them or maybe you've already slept with them and you just feel like, well, now I guess I'm kind of have to all the time. And, you know, we're not, we're not, some of us aren't given tools. Some of us are not, our confidence isn't bolstered at home, you know? So it took me a while to get the courage. And the whole trigger was that my daughter doing what I taught her and me realizing now I have to do the same thing. So I am going to continue to move forward. I'm going to continue to succeed and heal and blossom. And I certainly hope the same for Mr. Haynes. I hope that he changes. I hope that he heals whatever caused him to be like this anyway. And I hope that he can model really amazing behavior that a man should for his children. And um, I hope that, you know, I'm going to continue to do the same for my kids, modeling that proper behavior. Um, Please reach out to people. If you need help reporting it, find someone. There's advocates all over the place. I would go, anyone local, I will help you go to report it. I will go to the hearings with you. Um, And also if you're not someone who's had that experience, but you want to be an advocate, Contact, you know, your county authorities and find out how to become an advocate. Contact any local um, women's communities and women's shelters to see how you can become an advocate to help people, to go with people to report these things, to go with people to medical exams and to go with people to their court hearings um, so that they know that they're not alone. Um, yes. And know that you are worth it. And I love you. Thank you for listening to my story. I encourage you all to share yours. Um, As as we share our stories, we heal. And we help other people heal. Because there's going to be someone out there who needs to hear it from your mouth. I don't know why that happens. Sometimes we hear a message over and over and over. But until the right person says it as the, at the right time in just the right way, that's when, that's when it hits us. And there's someone out there who, that, to them, that person is you. So be empowered, be encouraged, and know that you are loved. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a Pelvis Wellness Warrior.